0: Before this episode, we wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded,
1: the Wojak Noongar people. We wish to pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.
0: Welcome back everybody, you're listening to the Chronic Sisters podcast, you're joined by your usual host. Jen and I'm
1: Sean. Welcome back everybody. We made it. Two weeks we in a do. row. Watch out. Who are they? I know. We hope you enjoyed last week.
0: Yeah, it's almost like we're podcasters and that we're supposed to do this weekly.
1: I know. Amazing. Mum actually said that we sounded really smart last week.
0: Well, fucking so. It's because we are.
1: Watch out! <laughs> She's also, a smart girl. It's also
0: because it was the second time we'd spoken about it. <laughs> so we, how rehearsed we knew our stuff. It,
1: it wasn't fresh we, off
0: out the gate. It was a, a rehearsed conversation to some degree.
1: Very true. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, unfortunately this is <laughs> the, coming up. <laughs> The tongue with no prep. No prep. And we're
0: both in a wild deficit because, as you may have seen on the stories, Jess has had symptom-sharing headaches with me, which has been beautiful.
1: I have become you. I've taken Panadol and urefin every day and the headache's gotten worse over the week. And yesterday... Was terrible. Yeah, out for the count. Bloody terrible. I've been off because
0: I booked it was um, a public holiday for Perth. So because I'm working Perth time, I get to um, live Perth public holidays, and I took time off. That was basically a migraine consistently. So that's been good. We we've been we it's good.
1: What a great use of your time. Oh,
0: so good, so good. But shall we um, head on in so we can do a proper check-in with each other, sister? Let's do that. Let's do that, my gal. Because it's time for the Fun Fat Oh, Oh. stop
1: it. (laughs) Do
0: you know I'm still having to do a delayed thing to get it in time with you on this end.
1: It's so weird because it sounds in time to me. It's I'm so like, come crazy. on, girl, keep up. Anyway, I need to like weird.
0: it's it's a weird one. Anyway, how are you, sister?
1: How am I? Um, I am okay, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't really have anything exciting to tell you because we just recorded and Sean can't stand to look at me right now. Because
0: oh
1: my god. <laughs> I'm browner than a poo. <laughs> So I turned the
0: um, the camera on to have the recording chat and I lost my shit <laughs> because Jess has put a tan
1: on and it hasn't been washed off yet and it was not what I was expecting. I texted you and said, I'm going to tan and do interview and podcast prep.
0: Yeah, look. So I, what did you
1: expect? I
0: skimmed over that one apparently and that did not register in my brain. It brought well, me much joy.
1: You get me... to look at me for the next however long. I'm so, so
0: excited. You just, are welcome. I can just smell you from this side of the country, that like fake tan smell. Oh, it's beautiful.
1: So good.
0: So good. But you doing all right though, really?
1: Uh, um, yeah, I mean, the headaches have been hectic mm. um, and I've been feeling pretty bad, a little vomit. Yeah, the other gross. day, um, just nauseous, cramping, peeing all the time, pooing all the time. You know, so good, fatigued. Yep, good. great. Uh, good, 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 good. Didn't ovulate again. Um, huh. I don't really know what else I can tell you. Like it's the same Coffee, shit. Copy, copy paste. Yeah, same face. stuff. Um, and yeah, I don't really have much to report other than. The new dishwasher arrived and we went tile shopping yesterday for the oh kitchen. Oh my God. What is this podcast turning into? I know. <laughs> bloody renovation like, chat. Yeah, I know. But Ricardo is not messaging me back, so oh, I'm Ricardo. waiting for Ricardo. But I just, I don't really have much else to tell you. That's okay. No I've news been is o- good news. I've been overdoing it from all angles. It's probably... Classic the best way to describe that including a 12 and a half hour shift and then straight dancing so yeah that's, you know, you know, you know. that's me disgusting. how are you my love
0: oh yeah you know headaches are pretty shitty um so that's been good um and you're a lonely lonely girl i am a lonely girl my lover dearest um zakaruni is actually over your way this weekend um because he's got a a wedding in Esperance so I'm solo with the doggo and uh living my best life well it's not really my <laughs> best because I'm in a lot of pain and I don't have any help <laughs> and yeah. lonely it's something to be said about sleeping in a bed by yourself when you're used to having someone else there it takes an adjustment if nothing else um But yeah, other than that, it's going all right. Um, I guess the main fun fact follow up is everyone now knows what our main character energy is.
1: I know, I know. Yes, if you listened to last week, we did give you a little twos. Mm. But today it's it's out. It's out. It's, and out. out. It's, it's out there for you all to know about. Um, so any WA listener, we would love you to come hang out with us on yeah. the 4th of November. We are doing a little paint and sip, gather, chat, have fun, meet, mingle, have a drink, get creative, just, you know, expand our little network and just meet like-minded people. And, you know, we're so excited.
0: We're so excited. So we are um, hosting the event with our... Uh, Melbourne besties the Spoonie Society girls Dom and Helene Um, so they're coming over to WA and we are doing a collaboration event Um, so everyone is welcome tickets are live so we've got the link in our bio on our Instagram and I'll pop the info in the um, description of the episode as well but bring your friends bring your mum. Bring, bring whoever you want. We'd love to see you. I'd love to meet you. And then we're actually got um, the crew from Matilda app coming as well. And then the lovely team from Winekind are going to be um, providing a complimentary drink upon arrival for everybody. And
1: cheap wine for the occasion. So you can get those creative juices flowing if you so desire.
0: If you so desire. So we are super excited. It's been a long time coming and we would love to see you there.
1: We would and we cannot wait for more exciting things like this to come up in the future. But like we said, this is our first event. So if you can get around and support your gals, we would love to see you there. Yeah. And i have just noticed my chair is creaking a lot. So I am sorry. <laughs> I'm just excited and I'm wriggling around on my chair like a little worm and little it's, buzzing. it's creaking.
0: But there's only anyway. limited tickets, so get in quick because they are as soon as it went live, it was already bing bing bing. Tickets Got are being to fly sold out so. the door. So, yeah, so be, be quick so you don't miss out. Anyway, that's enough about us.
1: That is enough.
0: That's enough. That's enough. Right. What's our topic for this week, Jessica?
1: So last week we spoke to you about ADHD. And again, we just recognize that we aren't professionals in all these areas. We just like to increase your knowledge, our knowledge and share what we know. Mm. Um, and that's what we want to do again this week because we learned that Sean knows nothing about hormones. And we learned that uh, quite early on um, yeah, this season. And so we thought, what a good chance to just sit together and talk about the menstrual cycle, mm. what it should look like, what it's meant to be, what mm. science tells us. Mm. You know, we all know here that most of us aren't the usual people who experience mm. the usual, yes, tick box, what's meant to happen. Yeah. But we want to talk about. What, what is the whole situation? What is it? Explain it. Just give us us everything. The
0: plain Jane version. Cause you know, we talk a lot about like, you know, the abnormal or the slightly spicy or the different, but like, what's the baseline? What's the foundation? What is it? What is it supposed to look like? What are we comparing our experiences to? And it's just, I just don't have an actual understanding of my body. And when I've been looking through like some of the papers and stuff and conversations around this topic, I've seen that there's not actually a lot of women or uterus havers that actually understand what their body goes through and why they feel the way they feel and what's actually happening at a cellular level. So I was like, if I don't know, then there'll be a lot of people that don't know. So let's find out.
1: And why not? Like knowledge is empowering. And Mm. so if we can just let you know, so you know more about you and understand yourself better, and maybe people in your life a little bit better, like how Mm. cool is that? So that's what we're going to dive into today. Um, Hopefully it's not too info heavy, but we do just want to touch on it. We're not going to go into things like endo and polycystic and all of the other little spicy side bits, like mm. Shan said, we're just going to talk about the baseline. What is a period, a healthy period? Yes. That's what we're going to talk about.
0: Exactly. So first
1: off, I guess, like, why is it called periods? I was like, this is, that seems like a... Really, like, first question to ask, why is it called periods? So I did some research, but it's just called periods because they arrive periodically. Shut up. That's not the reason, is it, actually? Yes. Your menstrual cycle is literally nicknamed a period because it arrives periodically. That's that.
0: Uh, Do you know what? As you were saying that, I was like, I've never thought about why it's called a period. Oh,
1: my goodness. Well, there's not much to it. There's not much to it. Other than that. And within your period, there are four phases. So four phases of your cycle, your Mm. menstrual cycle, if you will. Mm -hmm. So we have the first phase, which is menstruation, the second phase, which is your follicular phase. Then you have ovulation and then the luteal phase. So a healthy cycle can be like 21 to 45 days. Um, but the average cycle is, you know, that 28-day mark. That's that's your gold standard that people would mm. refer to when they use mm-hmm. dates and time. It's normally a 28-day. I can tell you now I'm like the 45-day gal. Um, mm. But, hey, everyone's cycle changes. Obviously, if you've been on the contraceptive pill or any other form of contraception and hormonal, um, like uh, I don't, what, would you, what would you call them? Artificial hormones. Yeah. Then you would have an adjustment period, which mm. maybe I'm still in, or maybe this is me. I don't know. I'm yeah, who lots knows? Other things going on, so I'm probably not your gal. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but anyway, so like the menstrual cycle, what the whole point of a uh, um, uterus owner having a cycle is to prepare your body for pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So if you're not pregnant, then your hormones send a signal down to your uterus, and then your lining sheds, and mm. that's what we call our period. Um, And then once you start your period, that's your cycle starting again, right? Mm, mm -hmm. So it's measured from the first day of your period to the first day of your next period. Now, what I learned really recently is that with your period, I didn't know, because I often spot before your bleed starting, right? And Mm -hmm. is that day one or is the heavy bleed day one? I was so confused trying to log it. I was like, well, I'm spotting. Does that count? Yeah but it doesn't count. So the spotting before a period doesn't count. That's the wrap up of the cycle beforehand. So day one is actually the first day of the bleed, not the spotting. Okay. I also read that if you, you should only spot one to two days before a bleed and anything longer than that suggests other things going on, whether that's fibroids, endo, thyroid disease, ew over here. <laughs> bing, i normally bing, bing. spot for like four days before which is why i'm always like what day do i count yeah but it actually says from the first day of your actual bleed bleed
0: right? yeah okay
1: so every woman's cycle is different and the length of a cycle like we said 28 days is the gold standard but sometimes they can last up to 25 days sometimes they can be shorter at 21 days
0: oh, i have no fucking um, idea how long mine is
1: Exactly. So look at least you're already learning. This. Yeah, like I it's always a surprise. Yeah, oh well, here here she is. And I mean you don't do you track it on one of those apps? No. You don't even do. You? you just you just live free. Yeah, I just live just free to... as a bird, me. Well free you're... as a
0: cuckoo.
1: <laughs> you are cuckoo. <laughs> so your first period's actually called your menarch, which is interesting. Sorry. Um the like first... your first ever. Your first ever. Periods called your menarch. Did you not know that? No. Oh,
0: your yeah. menarch Did you not
1: Menarch, Did you not learn that in health at school? No. And I don't know if it, like it's spelled M-E-N-A-R-C-H-E. But I don't know if it's menarchy, menarche. It menarche. Menashe okay I've just had my menashe okay so your first period is your menashe your menashe um, and the average age for this is probably now it's looking like 12 to 13 yeah that's wild hey I know it's poor can, girls I know I know and if your period comes and you're I mean it can come at like nine years of age um, being like the younger, I remember there was a the girl spectrum. in primary
0: school who came on her period in in primary school.
1: Yeah, yeah, we had a few. Like I remember in year six, I would have been what eleven. There was a few girls that had their period, and then mm. you have the extreme. And uh, sorry, I do realise that we are referring to girls. A, oh yeah, a lot. sorry. Um, we'll try. and like that is just our experience, and we apologise, and we are still learning too. But um. Yes, I just want to acknowledge that. Sorry, these people that we were talking about do identify as females, but mm. yes, we are very aware we're talking about uterus owners here. Mm. Um, so up to nine, up to 16. And so I was the 16. So, and yeah. that's classified as like super late. So that's, super. That's, super, So that's your first period. That's what that is, and then your last period. So when people go, "Oh, I'm, I'm going through menopause. I'm menopausal." Your last actual period. That's called menopause. So it's not that time. It's that uh, last actual period.
0: The the pause is, in the menstrual cycle. That menopause. is it, right?
1: And so this can happen anywhere from ages like 45 to 55. Mm-hmm. And some people might reach this quite late in life at like 60. Mm. And what happens then, your um, your f- hormones flip. So you have more estrogen and less progesterone. So your cycle just phases out. And, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, mm. so that that's a couple of hot facts to get us started.
0: Yeah, I love that. So like I said, I know zero things about periods. And so I didn't even know that there was four phases <laughs> I literally only thought that there was like two. So you ovulate and then you bleed. That's it. You just just keeps going like that. Who knew that there were four? Oh, when my was goodness. this? When was this taught? Because I did not know that.
1: I don't know. I think my knowledge is like skyrocketed like this year since like mm. coming off the pill and learning what my cycle is. And I've read a lot and I've got lots of books and obviously I'll post them as well. But lots of my knowledge comes from these books. Mm. Um, but yeah, you blow my mind with your lack, lack of off. knowledge. Yeah. But – it's what? Oh, sorry. My squeaky chair's going off again. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so anyway, like phase one, we're about phase one. You menstruate, you bleed, mm, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when you bleed, your uterus lining sheds and it flows out your vagina, right? Mm, and mm-hmm. so your period contains, people just think it contains blood, but it actually contains things like mucus and some of those cells from the lining of your uterus. Mm. And the average length of your cycle can be anywhere between three days and seven days. That is what someone would call a healthy Period.
0: Right. And so uh, this is another thing that I, you know, it's it's one of those things that you don't talk about it, right? So you have no idea if what is happening to you is quote unquote normal, right? I don't bleed like, you know, when you cut yourself, it's like frank red blood. So Mm -hmm. frank blood is what we refer to in the health world as like bright red blood, frank Mm -hmm. blood. Mm -hmm. Mine is... Th- thicker and clottier mm-hmm. and like it's it's never it's rarely ever frank blood
1: well interesting cuz my Uh, you know a healthy period is described as being bright red no clots that's what's described as your typical healthy period but it's interesting to know that you talk about it being darker Mm. mine's also darker and that's actually because your blood turns darker when it's exposed to air Mm. so it's only really bright red if it like you said it's gushing it's free-flowing like Mm. maybe on your first or second day of your period where it's quite um it's much heavier than any other day Mm. but when you have a slow flow which i would consider myself to have a slow flow mm. it often presents as quite darker it like a darker in appearance because it's been oxidized with air effectively mm. yeah it's, so older. it's had more time so it's had more time to either sit on whatever sanitary project project sanitary, <laughs> sanitary product you decide to use mm. so that is why it often yeah
0: is well dancer. she's a free bleeder me because you are because of the fact that it's not frank blood it i just whatever TMI for everyone. I mean, everyone comes here for the TMI. So I guess (laughs) there's no real warning for that. Um, So, but what I've found, this is going to be TMI. So apologies, dad Um, (laughs) with, and Trevor, (laughs) God, dad um, father-in-law or yeah, that's my dad should have thought about this topic before we did it anyway this is fine it's normal why am I getting funny about it we should be able to talk about it it happens to 50% of the population anyway yes all right that hurt my head that little rant whoa okay so what am I trying to say what was I saying you're oh, talking yeah. about being a of the thing yeah the, right, right right yeah, the yeah, embarrassing yeah. thing yep got it so when I am on my period which I am at the moment, like I said, it's, you're welcome, everybody. I hope we've synced up. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, so it's thicker, it's clottier, it's darker, right? And I'm a free bleeder. So I don't use tampons, don't use pads, whatever.
1: I can tell. Just use period undies.
0: No, like it literally doesn't transfer at all.
1: But that is because you do have a form of contraception in there, don't you?
0: Yes. So I do have the IUD, which also yeah. makes it thicker. So it makes it a little bit of a weird... But it, this has always been the case, though. I've never really been that frank blood kind of gal.
1: Surprising, considering that you're more frank.
0: Which is wild, right? You'd think that it would be that. So who knows? Anyway, don't distract me. I can't remember Sorry. what I was saying.
1: You're a free bleeder um, and it's thick.
0: Yes, it's thick. And anyway... I know when I need to go to the toilet to help myself cleanse. Um, because my vaginal canal becomes sore. Like it aches. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like get that when I am an, one, achy. I'm a an achy, yeah. yeah. Like this achy, like internalized like Yeah, ache. but that's all like your prostaglandins and stuff causing cramping. It's like a Is it's it like cramping ex- Well, it's trying to expel that lining out. No, but it's like it's literally the vagina. Not yeah, like yeah, I know. The canal. It's like, yeah, yeah.
0: it's like yeah, I can I feel that mean. there's like clots in there, but it's not, I can't feel the clot. I just know that I'm achy. So I'm like, there must be Something. clots there.
1: Yeah, right. Is that Well, me? that doesn't sound like a healthy blood to me. <laughs>
0: So much for us talking about a healthy baseline. Yes.
1: So what what you should lose is actually about fifty mils of blood, which is about two and a half tablespoons. So anything under twenty five mils is classified as a scanty period or a low, like light flow period, and every anything over eighty mils would be a heavy period. It's not my fault I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina. Literally. (laughs) So one soaked tampon, like a normal tampon, should contain about five mils of blood and Mm. like a super tampon should hold 10 mils of blood. Mm. It also should slow at night, obviously because of gravity, you're not standing. So it would be abnormal to have to change it during the night and um, mm. that would be classified as a like a and a warning sign for you to know that you have a very heavy flow and when you're at your heaviest so on that day one day two you shouldn't really need to change once more than once every two hours mm-hmm. so and you don't want to leave it in longer
0: because tampons do carry a risk of toxic shock syndrome
1: they do yeah so do. we
0: don't want them in for more than i think it's six hours isn't it
1: yeah six hours. i think it's six yeah, six to ten or something. I don't know. Mm. But, um, I mean, most people now are, you know, menstrual cup wearers mm. mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, or free bleeders or period undies. So we are kind of moving away from that, I guess. But, yeah, I think um, it's because I, when you pull out
0: a dry one, it's the worst experience of your life.
1: Yeah, literally.
0: It yeah. honestly feels like you are sucking out your soul through your vagina using a tampon. I've never felt something more irritating in my life than trying to pull out a dry tampon.
1: Well, absolutely. It's Although, awful. I mean, I have never used a menstrual cup, but I know so many people who do and swear by them. But they just overwhelm me. Yeah, I don't know how they get up to, there. No, but that's a good way, I guess, to measure your flow. If mm-hmm. you if you wanted to know if you wanted to know if your amount of blood loss was considered the norm. You know.
0: Speaking of, a lot yes. of people are moving towards menstrual cups because they find it better. in in terms of like less leakage and et cetera, et cetera. Have you heard recently in the medias that only this year, sanitary product companies are testing with period blood or blood products because all of the sanitary, um, what are they called? Sanitary items, products, products, thank you. Uh, their absorbency level is based off of water. And obviously, the viscosity or the thickness and the absorption rate of water versus blood is very different. And then, on top of that, period blood is thicker, full of cells, you know, full of mucus, like we've spoken about, which is then going to be harder to absorb on top of that. But it's only this year that they've actually tested products. With a substance other than water or saline,
1: that's wild. Isn't to me. that hey, wild? That is absolutely crazy. And like I read somewhere that um, a uterus owner will spend three thousand five hundred days menstruating. So like you just think that they would have thought about that, you know? A it's, little, it's, little, it's honestly earlier. three thousand five hundred days per person. Think about how many like before 50%. there was such things literally and think about before we had things like menstrual cups and period undies and everyone was relying on pads and tampons that mm. is a lot of days and a lot of people like test your products better just be better i'm just, gonna say. just yep, calling just, them out
0: can't put that out there just be fucking better
1: literally but
0: how crazy is that that's honestly that, wild
1: That is wild. So I guess from this menstruation phase and the blood loss, then we move into the follicular phase. So this phase begins on the first day of your period. So at the same time that menstruation phase starts and it lasts up to 13 to 14 days on paper, everybody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the end of this phase is ovulation. So 13 to 14 days is textbook, but I can tell you last month my follicular phase was 25 days. Sure. So, you know. There you go. So what happens is the pituitary gland in the brain um, and the pituitary gland sits like at the base of the brain and releases hormones. So it releases hormones to stimulate the production of the follicles on your, the surface of your ovary to start growing and maturing, right? Mm-hmm. And normally it tickles about six or eight of them and they all start growing, right? Mm-hmm. They all start wiggle, maturing. wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> and then usually most of the time, only one follicle will mature into an egg. Mm -hmm. And that can happen anywhere from day 10 of your cycle. It's the winner, really. Effectively, there's a winner.
0: Winner, winner, chicken dinner.
1: Yeah. During this phase, also your uterus lining thickens and you start to prepare for if you were to fall pregnant. Yes. So everything's maturing and everything's thickening. Yes. So that is that next phase. Yes. Then we go to ovulation. So ovulation is when that winning egg that we just spoke about Mm -hmm. is released from the ovary and that it's released by a luteinizing hormone. That's the hormone that causes it to be released. Mm -hmm. And then it moves its way along the fallopian tube towards your uterus. Did you know that the
0: fallopian tubes like usher it in? Because it gets released into basically your abdominal cavity. And then the fallopian tubes are like with their little fingers be like, come on in. They like catch it, they sweep near the ovary. Because they move that the the fallopian tube moves towards the ovary that's releasing the egg. And so the ovary releases the egg into the abdominal cavity and then the fallopian tubes sweep it up into their into their tubes. (laughs) Really? I'm
1: confused. What do you mean you're confused? I explained that beautifully. Yeah, but I just Oh, fuck. See, we're learning so much. I thought the eggs release it and they shoot down the fallopian tube.
0: The fallopian the tube isn't attached to the ovary.
1: But they, do, no, but they suck them. Oh, they fuck. sweep
0: them in. They're, they've got like little finger things little at the end. Little
1: microvilli. La, la,
0: la. Yeah. La, la, la. And they like, they do the, the hormone re- that's released causes them to move towards the ovary. And they like do this sweeping motion to catch the egg to then send it down the tube.
1: That's that's quite cute, isn't it? It's pretty
0: crazy, isn't it?
1: And so this should happen once a month, right? It and it do. should happen well it should happen about two weeks before your next period, if you're like myself. So yeah. this this period, this time, this ovulation takes a while for me to get going. But once yeah. it's there, then I know right, it's come, my period's about two weeks away. Mm-hmm. So Ovulation itself, this process of the egg being released from the ovary and moving along the fallopian tube down towards your uterus, that can last anywhere from 16 to 32 hours.
0: That's crazy that it's only like a couple of days.
1: Yeah, but the actual release is like a boop. It's an all or nothing event. So you either ovulate or you don't. There's Mm -hmm. no half ovulate. So you either ovulate and you get pregnant or you ovulate and you have your period that's it there's no other option Mm -hmm. you I once had awful ovulation pain which went for the 36 hours bang on Mm. but then like one month I just felt a little twinge or a little niggle which is what a lot of people do describe and I was like oh what's that and then I did a test and that was ovulation pain but it Mm lasts all of five minutes which is so weird to think that was my body going "Bing," and just like literally (laughs) yeah um And it is possible, I guess, to get pregnant five days before ovulation Mm -hmm. and on the day of ovulation. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's more likely in those three days leading up to ovulation because once the egg is then properly pinged off and released, it will only survive about 24 hours. Yeah, so so it's a small window. Yeah, so if the sperm reaches the egg in that time, you might get pregnant. But if you have unprotected sex the day after you ovulate, less likely. You know what
0: I mean? And because sperm can stay alive in your vaginal area uterus for five days
1: It sure can which is so also wild to me it is i know <laughs> these little like creatures just hanging up in there. yeah but i guess like how do you know then that you have ovulated so you can do things like an ovulation test which tests those peaks in the hormones that um that the luteinizing hormone firing off So Mm -hmm. that's what you're testing when you do a wee wee.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, You also can check things like your fertile mucus. So like, you know, your healthy discharge any other day of the month should be creamy um, and, you know, not clumpy, but not uh, what we would describe as egg white. So a raw egg white is what Mm. we would describe as ovulation fertile um, mucus. And that's because it's less sticky. Mm -hmm. So the sperm can survive through it yeah you
0: know? it's all about survival rates
1: survival of the fittest exactly um and then also you can measure your body temperature so if you take your temperature every morning you can often see oh my laptop um you can often see a spike in your temperature when you ovulate because as your progesterone levels increase as you ovulate which we'll talk about your body temperature goes up with that and then you could also confirm i guess with the blood test to check your progesterone levels have increased
0: Yeah, Hmm. so interesting. So then that's ovulation. So (laughs) that was one of the two phases that I knew about. And then what? The last phase is the luteal. Yes, luteal, luteal, luteal. Yes, luteal. So the
1: ovary has released (laughs) the egg. Yes. So after ovulation the um, cells in the ovary, the corpus luteum, they release progesterone and a Mm -hmm. small amount of estrogen. So Mm -hmm. again, this causes the lining of the uterus to thicken and to prepare you for pregnancy. So then if the fertilized egg implants in the lining Mm -hmm. of the uterus, it's thick and it's comfy and it's ready for that um, egg to implant. So if it does implant, then the corpus luteum in the ovary will continue to produce progesterone, which yeah, will maintain in that thickened lining, so keep mm. it safe in there. But mm-hmm. if pregnancy doesn't occur, the corpus luteum dies, progesterone levels drop, and then you shed the lining and then you start again.
0: And then we start
1: it all again. Back to the top. So you can have, which I didn't understand, I was like, can you still have a period? And then I was like, but I'm not ovulating, but I'm having a period. So the, an, av, an ovulatory cycle is when you're, you don't ovulate in that cycle because there wasn't enough progesterone made. Mm-hmm. Which Mm-hmm. So you can happening. still
0: have a period but not yes. have an egg.
1: Yes. And I guess that like then we, we talk about those hormones, like sometimes people when they're a teenager go, oh, my period used to be really heavy, right? It used to, as a teenager, my period was so heavy and now mm. it's lighter. Mm-hmm. But that's often because estrogen as a teenager, estrogen's a new hormone. And so you react quite strongly to it because your receptors are still really sensitive. You're still right. get getting into the swing of things, right? Mm-hmm. And you're not making as much progesterone to kind of balance it. So you're often not um, ovulating, but you're still having a bleed and your estrogen's new. So you need the estrogen and progesterone to counterbalance, which mine is not doing so well at the moment. But once they do that, then you get into a bit of a rhythm and your body works it out. And then you'll notice as you become a little bit older and you get more regular cycles, then your period should, not saying it does for everyone, because this is what we're talking about textbook, should become a little bit lighter than mm. that initial um, adolescent phase. Yeah, fuck. So,
0: yeah. Adolescence, man, that sucks.
1: It does suck so much. Yeah, yeah, the
0: hormones are raging. Do you know what's really interesting as well? Because I, I know that this has to do, this has to, has to, has to, do with the hormones. I'm sure of it. And you can tell me otherwise if I'm wrong, Jessica. Because I'm sure you've done some research on the hormone stuff. But before my period, right? You know the whole thing of like you know breast tenderness, like emotional, all of that stuff. Yes, every like I get that also, but I know if I'm coming on my period because my sm- my sense of smell becomes way heightened. Like I can't even tell you just how heightened. Just before your period, just before, and then I also smell worse. Like I I I don't know what it is, but like my sweat smells so much worse. Just before my period. Well, yeah, that period. makes
1: sense. That would be your, that would be all hormonal. But the sense of smell, I'd ha- that would have to be a fun fact follow-up because I thought that your sense of smell increases around the time of ovulation because you become more heightened to it. Like um, you, you're able to smell your partner's pheromones more. You're more um, mm. in tune to those things. So I don't, I don't know why it would be just before your period.
0: So weird. My, uh, my sense of smell is like a fucking bloodhound. At the majority of the time, but yeah, it's something about it. it just increases. I don't know. That's it's weird. Wild.
1: Yeah, that it's very very weird. Well, did you know that it actually takes a hundred days for your follicles to mature from the dormant state to ovulation? A hundred days for one one of those little guys to like kick off. What? To be released, yeah. And so, like, I'm sure most of you would know, like, um, if if you are born with um ovaries and a uterus and eggs, you're born with your egg supply. Like, you don't grow them. The life, yeah, yeah. You've got them. They're in. You're born with all these little follicles, and it takes a hundred days for one of those follicles to mature from dormant all the way to being the little guy that's released.
0: Oh my god, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but did you know with that theory, that train of thought, you have been inside your grandmother?
1: Oh my God.
0: (laughs) How fucking crazy is that? Okay, so if you, right, let me just break that down for people that that skimmed over. So you are born with all of your eggs that you are going to have in your lifetime, right? So that means your mum, when she was in your grandmother's uterus, she had all of her eggs in her ovaries when she was a baby, which then means that you being well, one, one of, of those eggs was in her ovary in your grandma.
1: The end. The end. How fucking weird is that? That is bloody wild. I know, I, li- I like never, that fun fact. i never, ever thought of that, but that is a great fun fact. I thoroughly appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. There's
0: also no female surnames.
1: What?
0: If you think about it, it's got nothing to do with periods, but there's also never. I was like,
1: how is this
0: coming? There is no female surname because they will all be the father's surname.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, not all. But now it's a pretty. Nope. Oh, but if you go way, 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 way. It will
0: always be the dad's surname.
1: Mm. And even if the mum takes or the child's take the mum's hers is from somewhere Her, yeah. who's goes back who goes back who goes back
0: yeah it will always be a male surname
1: and that's wild well there you go there
0: you go random random little fun fact for you
1: all do you want to know do you do to know another some random fun fact because that's where we're headed yeah um the only mammals to ever undergo menopause are human females mm-hmm. e- elephants and humpback whales <laughs> That's it. Cool. That's it. They're the only (laughs) ones that go through menopause. I thought that was wild. That is wild. I thought at some phase all animals stop being fertile and, you know, but actual menopause, it's only elephants and humpback whales and and us. And us.
0: The similarities.
1: There you go. Go on. That's wild, hey. That is wild. Anyway. Anyway, back to periods. Um, Back to periods. So I guess we talk about estrogen and the more estrogen you have, we'll talk about. More estrogen, the thicker your lining is, right? Mm-hmm. I think your lining will become. Then in turn, I guess the heavier your period is, right? Because the thicker your lining, the more you have to shed. So the increased estrogen often means increased heaviness of a period. Mm,
0: I see. There you I go. see, I see. I know. So one can assume hot. that our estrogen levels, especially yours, are low.
1: Yes, but mine are high, so I don't <laughs> what? know. <laughs> oh, I don't know my progesterone is low my estrogen's high I have no idea anyway okay I am not the person we should be talking about no we're not I don't make any sense
0: no okay um, well before we before we get into some of your book stuff because you've got some wicked book references that you've read when I was looking for stuff to teach me <laughs> for this podcast for this podcast episode I found this um blog it's not a like health um, website, but I still think it's pretty interesting. This blog called The Hormone Hacker, and she basically writes about wellness, lifestyle, fertility, that kind of thing. And she has a, a section on um, your menstrual cycle and the four phases, right? And she goes into how she teaches her clients about their period cycles and how to like synchronize themselves with their period that is already pre-existing, right? So what she does is she compares the four phases of a menstrual cycle to the four seasons in a year. So winter, summer, spring, and autumn, right? And so with with the knowledge that we've just learned about all of the phases, I'm going to go through the comparative season and see if they kind of resonate with what we feel our periods would look like, right? So the menstrual phase is the inner season is winter. Okay. So it's a, a, she says it's a necessary time of stillness and reflection. So she goes, she breaks it down into four sections. So the inner season winter, the power that you get during this time. So clarity, exception, acceptance, intuition, and restoration. Um, during this phase, you're to be mindful of having lower energy, the need for solo time and to be honest with your emotions. And during this time to focus on replenishing your body and mind, purposeful rest with self-connection. So it's about being kind to yourself, which I think is very valid because bleeding is pretty exhausting. Um, so that's your winter phase, so like hibernation phase, right? follicular phase so your inner season is spring the power that you get is curiosity imagination strategy and spontaneity you have to be mindful of re-emerging too quickly so like burning yourself out and not setting yourself up with a plan for the rest of your cycle so this is the kind of the time where you go okay I'm going to try and tee up my really energetic activities in the other phases of my cycle, when am I gonna rest, what am I gonna eat, that kind of thing. So this is the time to plan the rest of your cycle in your follicular phase, so your inner spring. Next is the ovulation phase. This is the inner season of summer. So during this time, your powers are energy, confidence, mastery and charm. So this is when you you can start to feel, you know, a lot of energy. This is where your libido can increase. Um, To be mindful of during this season is distraction, increased visibility and pushing yourself too far. But this time is... Um, you can use to focus on making bold moves, social connection, and like pushing and um, accelerating in your projects. So this is like the the phase to like get shit done in is when you have a lot of energy during your ovulation phase. And then the luteal phase, which we spoke about just now, is your autumn phase. So this is like your pre menstrual week. Um, So your going to be noticing to be mindful of about changing moods needing to put yourself first and that inner critic's voice because I could tell you for free the week before my period I hate myself I'm hideous I'm
1: I cry all the time all the time
0: just I hate it I I just can't recognize myself I'm a different person during that week um But the things to focus on is to like wrap up the projects, review your last like cycle and just like almost nesting, like tidying up your life, ready for that menstrual. So that winter hibernation. So it's getting all your ducks in a line to be able to take the foot off the gas during that winter phase, that menstrual phase to then start the cycle again, which I thought was really interesting. I really like that.
1: I really like that too. It does. It it makes you really realize this isn't just a week what happened. Yeah. But it's also not like all just purely anatomical and physiological. There is mm. emotions involved and it literally mm-hmm. affects every single part of your life. Like you yeah. don't realize how much it affects all your hormones and the way you behave and how mm-hmm. you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like The way you can interact with people,
0: the way you feel about exercise, your fatigue during exercise, your strength, like the whole thing affects everything.
1: Yeah. And like so many of those PMS symptoms, like the food cravings and the carb cravings and the bloating and the breast Mm -hmm. tenderness and the headaches and the anxiety and the moodiness, like to know that that's all cyclical. I don't know. For me, I'm like it's overwhelming because –
0: you You're can't like, get oh my off. god,
1: I I am on this train, this yeah. cyclical train, over and over. I'm going to feel yeah. like this again in approximately one month's time. Yeah, yeah. But then it also is quite reassuring, going, "Oh, this is to be expected." It's weird, yeah. isn't it? It's
0: a really it's, weird um, rock and a hard place to be existing in for a large proportion of proportion, a large portion of your life. Yeah, like, it's
1: crazy. And it's like, a
0: ride that you didn't choose to get on but you yeah. cannot get off it
1: you're i mean unless you choose to medically oh yeah of course yeah but like yeah I, and estrogen like i learned like you know estrogen obviously it picks up when you're older and going through menopause and then there's you know other times of your life like i'm learning now like estrogen and histamine don't go and so that's why my symptoms are so much worse but then mm-hmm. i also learned like Yes, like your estrogen stimulates your lining to get thicker and prepare for a baby. And so when you've got lots of dis um, sorry, when you've got lots of estrogen, your discharge becomes like more slippery to help sperm survive and it does all of that. But then it's also your happy home hormone. It's the one that stimulates your mood. It's the one that's meant to help your libido increase around the time of you ovulating. And it's meant to boost things like your um neurotransmitters, which we spoke about last week in ADHD, like your dopamine and your serotonin, which are naturally lower for those who have ADHD, but estrogen meant to stimulate them. And then, you know, it makes me wonder, like I wonder, you know, the female, um, this cycle of hormones, does that affect things like do- diagnosis of mental health conditions? Because, you know, sometimes people just rule it off as PMS because,
0: oh my God, yeah. you know,
1: it's it's wild, isn't it? It's yeah, just like crazy.
0: How many stories do you hear about um people getting fobbed off because that it gets put down to anxiety because of hormones.
1: Yeah, completely. Like, and it's amazing, I guess, how much we know now too. Like I talked to my nana about it and my nana was like, I had no understanding of mm, hormones, nothing. I just mm, thought you have sex, you get pregnant. Didn't know there were phases, didn't know anything. Like and just to think and see how much we've all come, like how far mm-hmm. we've all come since then. Like, yeah, people just back then used to just literally have unprotected sex and hope that they would get pregnant, hope not even best. knowing what days to try. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's crazy how much we know now. And yeah, I think, I mean, knowledge is power and it's wonderful. And, like, it is great to know that last month I was very teary for no reason and super grumpy and then the next day I got my period and I am mm. still learning more about myself. But, yeah, it's nuts to think about how all the areas of your life can be affected by this. Yeah. And also. I think that just
0: means to um, take care of yourself. Do you know it what does. I mean? I like to be it, a bit kinder to yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, I I guess, just tune in to you. Exactly. And I, I, my recommendation for the week is that regardless of if you're trying for a baby, if you're not... If you just can't be bothered, I honestly recommend you all to just track your cycle on a cycle tracker mm. because it makes you like, I know we talk about symptom trackers and all of those things, but it forces you to just like, take a moment, like take take 30 seconds at the end of your day and think about how you felt the symptoms that you had. Mm. And the more you do it, like it's super interesting. Like I've said, I've had this awful headache this last week and my app said Um, interestingly to note, you had a headache this same time in your cycle, the last three cycles. Wow. So now I'm like, well, it must be hormonal. And just learning more about my body, I I find it really exciting and interesting. And Mm. like you can kind of make a bit of a pattern and get to know yourself. And I just think, like we talk about this all, but then how does it look for you? It might, it's probably not going to look like exactly like this picture perfect. So like start just, put two seconds aside at the end of the day and just start to track it. If, if for nothing else, just so you can learn yourself more.
0: Yeah. and uh, It's also for when you go into a, a hospital or a clinic and they're like, when was your last period? I was like, mm-hmm. sometime in the past.
1: <laughs> yeah. But and, and no that idea. was like me, like when I had the miscarriage, like, so what day was your last period? And I was like, oh, it was March. I mean, some they're like, what day? And I'm like, well,
0: I'd love to tell you.
1: Um, maybe the twenty sixth or the twenty seventh or the twenty eighth. It's not helpful
0: information that I'm giving Don't you right know.
1: now. No, no. So yes, I highly recommend you just take a little moment to know yourself and learn your own cues. Also, I found a fun fact which you'll love because you're a fucking Disney fan. Go. Okay. Walt, Walt Disney actually made a movie about menstruating. Right. Stunning. And, yeah, and the movie was called The Story of Menstruation. Wow. Boring. And it came out in <laughs> what a 1946. Title. So, like, oh, wait, a long they actually ago. released it? Yeah, yeah. Like his movie came out in 1946 on the story of menstruation. Mm-hmm. But it was the first ever film to use the word vagina.
0: Wow.
1: Plot twist. Plot That's twist. Wild, hey.
0: Well, there's, a, there's that new movie about periods, and it's a panda. She's a red panda.
1: I'm no good with movies. Well, I know so you're, you're not talking to the wrong gal. But I if know. you know, then let us know.
0: It's a red panda movie. I've watched it. It's good. Well, there um, you go. Oh, shit, my mic just went on a fucking holiday. Then, sorry about that. Um, while we're talking about random things, because we're wrapping today's episode up, um, you say ADHD weird. ADHD. ADHD. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I literally you said this it then. is like hash browns. Is it hash browns or is it hash browns? Hash browns. I think browns. I've asked this on the podcast before. It's
0: hash browns.
1: So you say hash browns, like you focus the hash browns, browns. Yeah, hash browns. But I focus the hash. I say hash browns. Okay. So hash browns. But I feel like hash the browns. ADHD
0: is like more you just noticeable. You
1: like me ADHD.
0: You go ADHD. That's it's a ADHD.
1: Song. ADHD.
0: No, you did ADHD. it again. ADHD. I, I, <laughs> it's like it's like the way you say it is like little a, little d, capital H, little d.
1: ADHD. I have ADHD. No, that doesn't sound right.
0: You even did it again when you were shouting all of the letters. ADHD.
1: ADHD. ADHD. Okay. Well.
0: A-D-H-D. A-D-A-D-H-D.
1: They, thank you. Well, you know. <laughs> I just thought you I'd you bring just, that to your attention. You, you can't be good at everything. Just so let me live, you know. Just let me live um, my
0: Australian best life. I'm just
1: going to live my life with my hash browns.
0: <laughs> I
1: heard it then. I did hear
0: it then. It's like wolf. woolf, wolf. wolf. I remember that. We've had that conversation. I don't wolf. call a Wolof. Wolf. wolf. Wolf.
1: Wolf.
0: Now we're just making noises. Let's fucking wrap this up.
1: So sorry. Oh my anyway, goodness. Anyway, we hope um, if you want some more information, like I said, and like Sean knows, I've got lots of books and lots of info that I'm more than happy to share. So if you have any questions, slide in to the old podcast DMs, and I'm happy to answer them or provide you into the right, which the right pathway for some more um, educational information. Slide into the DMs. As we hope that we've just increased your baseline knowledge a little bit, and if anything, just promoted and started, a uh, fueled a little conversation within you to talk about it talk about your periods talk about your menstruation cycle talk about it with your girlfriends like increase your knowledge we're all going through it so boyfriends girlfriends boyfriends family members help a girl out yeah lifelong partners friends everybody you you can all just learn a little bit more so we recommend you do that
0: yeah I agree anyway
1: on that note my love um I have a question for you go on then are you going to start to track your cycle a little bit more?
0: Yeah, maybe. Because you never know,
1: your migraines and stuff could all be related too.
0: Oh, yeah, look, it's, um, who it's knows? Been,
1: but, well, your migraines have been really bad and now you've got your periods. So I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, we, we, there, is, there has to be some sort of link, surely.
1: There does. So there does. There, there so, does. There so, does and there is it. Okay. So <laughs> I, that is my question for you okay so are you going to
0: yeah all right then I'll say yes stomach. then it will be homework that I don't do as per freaking usual I'm sure classic
1: I'll absolutely try. wonderful great look all also. I
0: can do is try try my hardest
1: that's it that's all I'm asking you to do
0: I will I'll do that then fine sold
1: okay Great. I have do a question have for you for yeah I yeah. do
0: how's your um low inflammation diet going
1: Shit, man. Um, <laughs> old mate is keeping me accountable. I we love. would have quit straight away. Um, it's <laughs> too hard. I've not cooked any meal since starting it. Old mate has. Oh, um,
0: it's that's crap. so nice of him to be like. I know. So pro it though.
1: I can't eat anything. I just want chocolate. I'm Aww. grumpy all the time. I think I've got withdrawal headaches because like you literally. I'm just eating. Cucumber, carrot, and chicken with salt and pepper. That's what Oh god, because um, you can't have any chili, and you have chili on everything. Everything, yeah. I'm shitting still all the time, so I've not noticed any difference.
0: Oh god.
1: Anyway, I'm only a few days in, and I haven't started my fanny squirting yet because um, the whole lavage up Ha and the uh, pessaries. Because it was just I just mentally could only take one thing at a time. One
0: change at a time. So yeah. Well, maybe hopefully we'll check in next week and the food will be more of a, you know, easier thing to tolerate and you would have started your pessaries.
1: Maybe, yeah. And I was reading in this book today a little bit more about this diet, which I didn't read was in my book, but yeah, a lot to say that it should help, I guess, my histamine and my gut and my shitty thyroid. So Mm. who knows?
0: Who knows? Well, I'm proud of you for doing it.
1: Yeah, but, like, all I want right now is ice cream and chocolate and I just so badly want to be naughty, but old mate will just kill me.
0: Yeah, he will not let oh. you do that.
1: No, and I've never, ever been to the Royal Show. So over in WA there's, like, a little fate festival thing. I think I've been once as an adult um, and it wasn't something we really did as a kid. I used to dance at it, but, like, you know.
0: Not a Anyway.
1: I really want to go, and so we might do a day afternoon. And I was like, ooh, the shoe bags and the snackies. And old mate's like, you're not having anything. That is a a a zero
0: snackage for you, my friend.
1: Yeah, yep. But anyway, so it's tough, and I did have a slight breakdown yesterday and just say to old mate that, like, it's just so frustrating. I just feel like my health and my life is just constantly – but like having more restrictions to yeah. how I live and I Under just said, attack. you know, like food and eating is something like luckily I've never had an eating disorder and I'm very grateful for that. But also like food for me is where I get joy because everything else seems to be so restricted. Mm. And I don't I wouldn't count myself as restricted. Yes, I've been gluten free, but I have been for like fifteen plus years. So I don't actually yep. think about it like like that's a problem, yeah. Um, and so I just like love food, love eating, love socializing and eating, love eating what I want. Mm. Um, you know, I just now that that's kind of taken off me too. I just feel more angry and depressed in my chronically ill state. <laughs> yeah,
0: life's um, not fair right now. Hey, yeah, I can and feel a bit shitty. My
1: chronic illness is just continuing to cause havoc.
0: Yeah. You know? I hate those reminders in time you know yeah. like we you get them throughout your life and it's that sharp harsh reminder that your chronic illness is driving a lot of the time yeah. <laughs> even though you're a passenger princess um yeah at the will of wherever it wants to take you so yeah I'm really sorry that you're feeling shitty mate
1: that's all right it'll be a bit better in a few days it's just that wave isn't it just constantly riding the wave rough yes anyway my love what is your quote quote. for the week
0: well this is kind of nice for you I think um you are braver than you believe and you are stronger than you seem and smarter than you think
1: I love that because you are thank you my love right back at you um this is Just another reminder, I guess, Um, you have to be your strongest when you're feeling your weakest. And I'm just reminding myself, just go, stay strong, get through this. Every hard day I've ever had, I've got through it. And it's okay to have these lulls. But anyway, where there is no struggle, there is no strength. You know what I mean? Yeah, unfortunately.
0: Unfortunately, sister, I think we've all been there
1: yeah which sucks that's it does and another thing is like we know that strength doesn't come from winning the struggles that you develop through struggles you develop I guess your strengths and like when you go through hard stuff and you decide not to give up that I guess is strength isn't it
0: Yeah, yeah totally and it's unfair how many times you've had to choose that so
1: yeah but look it all everyone goes through times where they need to choose strength and yep. to push through and uh, that's what we're doing and at the end of the day when you break it down it's just like old mate said it's just gonna be a difficult four months to really try and get uh, sorry four weeks to really try and get on top of things and that's just how we're going to look at it in short-term goals
0: yeah each day as it comes one foot in front of the other and all those other cliches that they throw at you
1: yeah stunning
0: So, yes, we hope you keep those quotes in your mind throughout the next week and um, just be a little bit kinder to yourself, sending spoons to you that need it. Um, But before we leave, we would like to remind you once more that there are tickets available for all of the people in WA that would like to come and have a little spoonie party with us on the 4th of November. So please, please, please go and get your tickets for you and your friends to come see see us and say hi.
1: We would love to see you there. Absolutely love it. It would mean a lot to us and it would make us feel like doing this while I'm looking like poo, tan, talking to you is not for nothing. So um, but you're actually you know, out there. You're actually real and you actually listen. But in saying that, um, we do still get such beautiful feedback and we are very grateful for that. So if you could continue that support into the real life, that would be fabby. And you can still vote vote for us for the Listener's Choice Podcast Awards, even though we are very aware there are some very big podcasts out there. It would be cute just to have our name floating around and the people that seem to be important in the area. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. It's beautiful. We love that.
1: Yeah. But in the
0: meantime, we hope you have a
1: fabulous Fabulous.
0: week. Take care. Bye.